Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Welcome to Warbox. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. <sighs> no, it's not. It gets well, the people it... going. You ate birthday cake on the toilet? Don't you? But does it have a dildo in a bazooka being shot right at the camera? No, it does not. It sounds uncomfortable to me. And we're, we're currently standing on the ground right now. Because I might start using that as an insult. I might start calling people dumb dolphins. Billiards is almost as old as craps and prostitution. What the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> That's not where our thought was going to go. The stick you can use as a bat. You can play as a sword. You can just beat a fool with it. I think maybe the, the craziest thing I bought was like the Cheers box set. And then suddenly she's having this conversation with this plank of wood. Judge two by four. When she said hitting the gavel, she just headbutts the desert. And that's final. Boom. Ooh, I for some reason know a lot about magic. Welcome to Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Come back up on episode 34? 34. What? 34. Longest blind day ever. The real life weekend at Bernie's. A new Fire Club ending, and so much more. I am Mike Fish, and I'm joined by the main man who's repping his victorious San Francisco 49ers, is Mr. Bush Hayes. Bush. I was going to ask you how your weekend was, but I'm assuming you enjoyed it thoroughly. What's good, y'all? Bush Hayes here, doing the happy dance. Uh, you know what? The 49ers game wasn't even on my radar. Like, I, I watched a little of the third quarter. And then just went on with the rest of my day. I uh, finally got got my third booster right in the old, old shield here. And it is one of the most painful things I've endured in like very recent memory. Like it's very uncomfortable to sleep at night. Hard to lift your arm. Like it was weird. They, they hit me here, but the ache was all here. Interesting. Yeah. I so guess it's each I, I, their own. Because mine was like the first one was pretty bad the second one was horrible and then the third one i was expecting oh my god where is this gonna go but the third one was like nothing for me second Very strange one, also I, also i report a negative experience with my second one but this one overshadowed it by a lot so otherwise the, the, again 49ers are on the way to the, the 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 finals the playoffs and uh they are due to take on the la rams can you confirm that michael I can indeed confirm that local local rivalry, local rivalry. I don't know how 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 much of a rivalry it is, but lots of lots of dramas involved in this upcoming game, dude. Because uh, Super Bowl fifty four fifty six. Oh yes, my Roman numerals are bad in, in my old age here with with my glasses. Uh, Super Bowl coming up is in Los Angeles, so the Rams would definitely love to be there, and the city of Los Angeles would love for them to be there. Um, can the Niners do it though? They should have lost the last two games. If I, if we're just being honest, they, I mean, they were very, I mean, I can't believe you missed the fourth quarter. That was where the money was. The last I two heard, minutes, I of the heard game. all the reaction downstairs Jeez. again. I was just busy, but I mean, they were very good in that game, don't get me wrong. But they, they were very fortunate to win the coin toss for overtime. That's what won the game because wow. they was it was literally. Every possession, touchdown, 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 touchdown. So if if the Bills got the 
overtime first position, then we might be singing a different from a different song sheet. Let's just say that. The Bills. Yeah, the Buffalo is looking good this year, man. They were looking oh, you're talking good. about a different game now. Okay, very cool. No, they were just 49ers played the Bills, did they not? The Packers. Who the fuck am I talking about then? I don't know. Oh, no, it was Kansas City played the Bills. Oh, that's a dumbass. It's red. It's all red to me. All all I see is colors. Okay. I know you see the. I know you see the hat, <laughs> and you see in the glasses, and you even I see that the professional jersey for the player who I don't know, Mike. But I don't know football. All I know is what's been significant about these last two games is they were we we beat our eight rival in the eighties, then we beat our rival in the nineties. It's it's just kind of a shame that the Seahawks aren't in this next game. But so I've heard I've heard we're like out of the last six. Out of the last six games against the Rams, I tried to get all football smart on you, and I oh, lost the go. word. After, after the last six games, the Niners are 100%. It's 6-0. and The last time last time the Rams and the Niners went head-to-head. Can't so you're scientifically proven to be – we've already won this game. What's even the point of playing but it? Also, this is usually where the Niners drop the ball. They, they get a little too confident with a stat like that. And next thing you know, they're doing the running man and, and, and just doing all sorts of little dances on the end zone and not focusing on the game. And that's that's usually when we lose these big ones. It's usually when most people do. You know, keep your eye on the prize. You keep saying that, but the, the, the Niners do it like no one else. So they, they are always snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Well, cheers to that. Um, <laughs> Captain Brightside here opening up the waffle box. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Um, what else? Uh, other than getting over the booster shots, you get up to anything else? Anything else exciting? Not really. Unfortunately, there's no movie review for, for you tonight, kids. Like, I could tell you about how I met your father, but there's really only three episodes. Unlike Peacemaker, there it's not a fair comparison. You haven't spent much time with these characters. It's a sitcom. <laughs> and for those who liked how I met your mother, like it took you a while to grow into that relationship. And that was a season of 20 episodes. This is only getting a limited run of 10. So. Ah, well, good for them. Um yeah, everyone's getting paid. Hopefully there's a season two for them. Tell me about they want there to be medical stories before we dive in with that first oh. story. So I had uh, my yeah. What happened to you, dude? Annual physical. Wow, Jesus, physical, just physical, just a physical, and they apparently because it's also the first time I'd seen this doctor, so they wanted to do full mm-hmm. range so we can. You're not dying, are you, dude? Well, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Oh. Um, but I had to do some blood work. So I'm laying there. Now, typically, this is my own fault, but as the people that can watch, sometimes they find it hard mm. to discover veins on my arm. Oh, yeah, you are very I've colored them in. There. Very skinny and very colorful. Um, so first, this arm. Boop, boop, boop. No, can't. No, then they're mm. stuck in this arm, and apparently the vein collapsed, which apparently is a bad Whoa. thing. That's a bad thing. When they're trying to, whatever. So and then after all that poking around, I start going dizzy and I, I'm like this close to blacking out. So I go, so I go to lay down. You have and a thing about room. needles, also. Very much so. And I was like really? holding it together. Tattoos. Well, it's different, isn't it? It's not going that deep in the tattoos, anyway. It's 
It's not the same. Um, but at least with this, I get a nice bit of artwork out of it. With that, it's just it's a band aid. Um, but yeah, so I was holding them together quite well. But then after like the third prick, I was like, no, I'm going down. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't find it. And so they ended up having to like go- use my hand and they were like going into mm-hmm. my, the veins in my hand. And they, they brought in someone nice to like sit with me and talk to me and distract me while it was all going mm-hmm. on. But that's always good. It was, I was literally there. Like, my only thing was walk in. Hey, I'm here to get some blood work at 9.30. Okay, in you go. I left at like two hours later. Wow. <laughs> it was a whole... Complicated. And because of all the holes in my hand, I put a picture. I can't remember where. I think it might be some my... It's on Facebook. But I look like a heroin addict. It looks ridiculous. I mean, I already kind of <laughs> look like a heroin addict. Or you were in a car crash or just were admitted overnight. Like, there's there's a lot of things suspicious about that photo, man. Um, it's hilarious. So people, people ask me, like, are you okay? You're okay. Yeah, just getting a blood test. That's yeah. all. So I have to imagine all those holes have to also have their own special little soreness of irritation to them right now, right? No, I'm not too... Yesterday... you missed a couple veins, like... <laughs> yeah, yesterday was... I was very groggy, like... Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do was relax and sleep, and I was very zen. That's yeah, the only good bit. After that, I was just physically, mentally drained after the blacking out and the five holes in my body. Mm-hmm. I was very zen. I'm just relaxed. I've got the anxiety the out of the way. I got... I'm done. Darn. The first time I got blood drawn from me, it was with, you know, an intern. Uh, that's a that's a brand new nurse who isn't officially on staff yet. Or amateur. Still just learning. Uh, well, I guess they're an amateur, but they, they went through the med school training and all that. And now this is their residency or whatever. They're, they, they, they're still working on that next step to getting a paycheck, which is strange. But, uh, the nurse missed the vein and like that sucker ached for a week. It, it took him two attempts before they finally got it in there. But it was uh, ever uh, since then though, every other blood uh, work I've had done, they've all hit the vein correctly. They've all complimented me on my veins, but Mike, next time you go in, I, I suggest you do what the rock does and just, just get a couple pushups in there, bro. Get, get that blood circulating, get the arms working like, well, hopefully I don't have to go back in anytime soon. Jesus. I, I, I was just pushing air right there, dude. And I've already got some veins there. Look at that, man. Uh, all right, let's change the subject. <laughs> Boy, I'm sorry. You had a, sounds like you had a worse weekend than I did. <sighs> well, no, the weekend was fine. It was That was Monday. Mm. Well, you definitely had a worse Monday than I did. Yeah, because then I had to drive home. So I was like, so, but, so I strategically, luckily, uh, I had... <laughs> no, no, it was just because obviously I just momentarily blacked out. So I was kind of getting my woozy. But strategically packed some like gummies in my car. So it was like I staggered back to my car, smoking a cigarette. And then I sat in the car and just sat there for like 10 minutes munching on like just sugar, basically. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Not, not special gummies, which, no which special is good because you, you're, you're behind the wheel here. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, none. What's your favorite gummy color, Mike? Green. Everything green. Really? Interesting. It's then, then it's very disappointing that we don't have the green M&M story on the, on the docket tonight. That's your... <laughs> well, that's what Tucker Carlson is also mad about. Uh, of course he likes he his M&M's hoard up. 
And apparently they, they gave her some sensible shoes or something, and now she's transgender. I, I don't have the story in front of me, but it's 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 all completely ridiculous, even if I got like three of those details incorrect. It does but, sound like Tucker Carlson to get mad that they're you know they're changing his favorite Eminem, that a fake character, not even real Tucker. Relax. It's fucking Eminem animated. How am I supposed to jerk off to these M&Ms now? What the fuck, bro? It was like when they made... That's my Tucker it, Carlson impersonation. Do you remember, I can't remember what episode we talked on, but do you remember when that comic came out where Batman's son was gay? Oh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, yeah. No, Superman's son. Yeah. Superman. Sorry, it was Superman's son. My bad. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah. Was, it's like... People it's, want to be mad about anything. It's not real, everyone. So stop, stop getting so mad. Um, talking about things that are real and worst nightmares. So let's get into our first story this evening. Yeah, we even got to the first story yet. I know. We're on our streak, baby. This one is going to be a thing I've run a good show so far. As as the bishop said to the... (laughs) Anyway, this is going to be a long one. Um, Yeah, I shouldn't finish that joke. Anyway. Anyway, so a young lady. So this is like this is a cautionary tale, Selvarine. So a young lady went on a blind date in China. Um, she was Chinese. She wasn't like just mm. oh, I'm not going to go on a blind date. Where's my blind date? China. Fuck, I have to get a plane ticket. No, she she was in China, uh, but went before she went on this. So this is a blind date set up by her parents. So this is always already this story is never again, never good. Um, so this young lady identified only as Miss Wang, um, which I don't know, this seems very stereotypical. It seems like the article, per, the writer of the article was uh, Chinese. Yeah, Mrs. Wang, that'll do. Um, she said, I'm getting quite old. So my parents arranged more than 10 blind dates for me. Um, and she said this was her fifth date of those 10. And he was good at cooking and invited me to his house so he could cook a meal. So already now we're on we're on tail number two here. So one, don't go on blind dates set up by your parents. Eh, bad idea. Mm-hmm. Second, first date, he wants you to go to his place. I mean, hey, if you're into that not kind unusual. of thing, I'm not, not, not gonna go out or anything, but you don't know who the fuck this guy is. Anyway, no, that's so, not unusual. Not unusual. <laughs> Anyone. Ma-na, ma-na, ma-na. Um, so, so in China, if you've been paying attention to the news, because there's this whole COVID nonsense still going on, apparently they uh, go hard. Word on the regulations. Street, they do go hard, and they literally. So people in America bitching about lockdowns over here, they just there's no notice. They go, oh, by the way, you're locked down now. Like if they mm-hmm. decide you're locked down, and by lockdown, we're not talking about oh, you can only go here. If if you really have to, you can go there. No, it's like you you leave your house, you're fucked. Like, no, you are locked the shit down. And this happened in the middle of their day. So she was around this basically a stranger's house when she found out, oh shit, we're on lockdown now. And this is my life now. I have to wonder how far she actually get. Like, did she did she have this information before she could leave the apartment, or like, did she get a block away and a cop cocked a gun on her? Like, get back inside the house. No. So the article does state it says um, during the meal, 
she discovered that the community had gone into a swift lockdown due to cases of COVID-19 ended up being unable to leave his house for several days. Jeez. Could you even imagine? Like The story is about her, but I also got to feel bad for the, the dude in this story as well. Like, Yeah, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who wants this to be happening. No, or, or, or it's the worst. It's, it's the next to worst case scenario. Hopefully they all remain civil and everything. But like, there's got to be those awkward moments where like, oh, now I have a now I have a roommate for X number of days. And there was in best case scenario was going to be something physical. But then now there wasn't. And I, I actually need to work from home over here in the <laughs> corner. But that that chick is still on my couch. I got to concentrate. Oh, now she's using my bath room work, work, work. why is she in the fucking kitchen like what is this what hair in the here? sink what's the <laughs> hair in the sink <laughs> but yeah so mrs wang or Ms. wang told me on sunday that she had been stuck for four days at the time of her reporting this at her date's house and the situation was quote unquote not ideal she also added that he doesn't speak much <laughs> Yeah, quiet, reserved dude who needs needs someone else's mom to like, hook him up on a blind date. Yeah, here's where I think this is going. Or it's when. Break it down, Mike. So, I reckon at some point where they're like, maybe even the first night, it's like, well, I cooked you a meal. You're stuck here anyway. So, do you want to do you want to have some sexy time? And she was like, no. And he was like, oh, well, fuck this. And, and so that's why he doesn't talk much. He's like, oh, gee, I'm stuck with this. <laughs> this bitch, she won't even give me any. I'm cooking a dinner every day. Ugh. And what's really more depressing is that in the story, I mean, it goes into like, you know, how many COVID cases, yada, yada. Not that we know that's the thing. Um, but they said, um, where is she? Where is she? She, 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 she. Wait, wait, no, feel the time. While you're looking. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Yeah. It did say it is unclear whether she still remains stuck at her date's house. So there's no end to this story. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. She might still be there. Home by now. Maybe they might be listening to this show right now. And if you are, Miss Wang, give us a shout out. We're not on WeChat, unfortunately. But um, can we join WeChat? Or is that literally just like, internal Chinese thing. So I know that's a social media platform. No, I'm pretty sure I, I have not had the opportunity to try. So uh, get get back at us, folks. Can we join WeChat? Because I, I would know. love to talk to these two people, regardless yes, Ms. of what the status is right now. Ms. Wang, God, I day, if you are listening, back at their homes, hit us up. Enjoy Wafflebox at gmail.com. Let us know how things are going. Send us some photos. Keep it classy. Love to know how it's going on. <laughs> but yeah, could you have like what? Yeah, going back to the sexy time you know like it doesn't matter like how well the date is going at that point like he could be knocking out of the park and like working on this for like three and a half hours and as soon as like he's like so hey how about it and she's she drops even a soft no like she doesn't even have to be rude Mm. about it or just just taken aback or and she's like yeah no <laughs> I'm worried about how I get home now. <laughs> like that—that's the mood killer, and then everything is just silent for the next four days. Just 
you know, worst strikeout ever. Oh, and she's still on my couch. <sighs> He's probably gentleman and offered offered her his room, and he took the couch. Oh, I reckon that that's, how, that's, that's that, what I'm painting the narrative. If he did, that lasted a couple of days. Like after like five days, he's probably like, right, you're on the couch now. We're swapping. That's fair. I think that's fair. Maybe he didn't. Even, uh, but yeah, that'd yeah be I hope they're both in their own apartments now. Well, just just because wow, that's worst blind date ever. Worst. So. Like, again, even things house were going great squad. that night. Again, once once that that uh that curfew goes into effect and everybody is now sheltered in place by the government, that's that's that that'll make things drier than the Mojave or, or the Gobi <laughs> Desert in this case. Mm, keep it up, go. Cushé is going foreign, going international. But yeah, cautionary tale. Then syrup squad, don't go on blind dates. Sit up there, your mum. Uh, that's good. That's good advice, everyone. Well, what was the other one? Uh, don't go to his place, especially if you're in an area where they can drop a lockdown on you. I mean, it's not just don't just meet me. Go for go for coffee. Coffee, coffee is not not unreasonable, but you know, hey, have dinner at my place isn't a. It's not unusual, Mike. I'm telling you, it's not unusual. Anyone? <laughs> <For> <laughs> it's not out of place. Na, 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 na. Right, we're into splicing Tom Jones into Chinese stories. This is what a show. I, I love it, man. We we gotta work on a video now. Only fans. What's new, um, Pussycat? Whoa, oh, whoa. Wait, but that's all we can afford. We're gonna get hit with a copyright. Yeah, keep it deep. keep it down, keep it down. Um, next story. So have you ever fallen in? Oh, um so this is another cautionary tale. If you ever want to go from A to Z and you can't bob to walk and you can't drive or you don't take the bus, take an Uber or a Lyft. Don't use local cabs. This is my now cautionary tale, except unless you're in New York, support those yellow cabs because they're honest, decent fellas. Um, but I'll talk shit about San Francisco because I don't live there and he does. So he has to do with backlash. So there was a, another young lady. No backlash here. No backlash. Um, that's not even a song, just making that one up. Um, so there's a young lady in San Francisco who went for a 1.1 mile yellow cab ride to a rooftop birthday dinner that took 11 minutes. Now, information, Mr. Hayes, as you're the local man on the street reporting live mm-hmm. from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So is, I'm sure, is yellow cabs there? Are they basically the same as like the yellow cabs in New York? They're just, like the, they're just a general public cabs that you can just hail on the street and things like that or is this a separate entity yeah, you can you can hail a yellow cab you can you can also hail any cab in san francisco rules are usually different county by county but in san francisco if you see a cab it's not full you can you can you can wave it down um it's interesting that they're taking a cab because san francisco is very uber lift friendly now like they it's it's hard not to get an Uber. It's weird if that thing takes more than fifteen minutes too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, to, to, I feel just bad. to arrive at the house. I feel bad for the cabs now, but unless it's mm-hmm. like a last minute decision, literally, I'm like walking on the street and I'm like, oh, actually, I'm going to change where I'm going to go. I need a cab now. Oh, there's a cab. 
wave it down. But other than that, yeah. I'm just like getting my phone out. I'm booking a car. Well, so. I mean, it's also different, different experiences in different parts of the city. So I live out by the edge of San Francisco. Um, and once upon a time, I lived out even further where, you know, I was three blocks away from the beach. So it's it's it was hard. There's definitely not too many cabs running around that you could just hail down. You would have to call one out there. And if you're lucky, one would that wouldn't one would want to come out there. It would take about 20 to 25 minutes for it to arrive. So I had, a, I had a shitty roommate. He would drink too much at night, sleep, oversleep, miss his alarm, and he would be late for work. So he would call like five different cab companies. OK, first one that would show up, he would get into because, again, we're all the way out by the goddamn beach. So taxis don't want to go out there. Um but then three to four more cabs would show up and go like, hey, <laughs> where is this guy? Like they would ring the doorbell aggressively. Like I'd, I'd be asleep because I work in the afternoon. So I'm, you know, it's not unusual that I'm asleep at 10 a.m. No, no. But like, oh, man, like what's going on? Like we're here. You fucking call. They're like, dude, I'm in my boxers. I obviously didn't call you. You know, and then so no one uses house, the phone in their boxers. Little savages. Our house my apartment got blacklisted from multiple cab companies because of this one dude. So um, also we're, we're out by Silicon Valley. So Uber started out here and they, they went to the yellow cab. I don't know if it's the same corporation that is in New York that is out here. Like cabs are just yellow except for when they're not Navy blue. Um, anyway, I like, feel hey, like we, we should have this new app. You should do. You should use it. And then the use cab company it. went no, and then Uber just started. So that's that's why it's unusual that anyone's using a yellow cab in in this story in San Francisco. But yeah, anyway, it's also a shitty should, outcome. We should dive more into the story because otherwise people would be thinking that we've highlighted a story where you know this woman got a cab. It's like, oh, they're losing their edge. Um, but anyway, so after this one point one mile yellow cab ride that took eleven minutes. Which yeah. shows like how much traffic was there. Like, you could probably walk 1.1 miles in probably could walk one point fifteen minutes. Miles. I usually do. Save your money. 20, 25. Yeah. yeah that's, maybe. And that's a good walk. That's that's a good yeah, it's a good mile walk. I'll take a mile Lots of hills walk. though in San Francisco. So that's you always have to take that into no, you don't know whether this is up or hill, up down. Anyway. We're so, gonna anyway. assume these were up hills. So this young lady's name's Margarita which is mm-hmm. it's always a good name to show that your parents were alcoholics. Um, paid via Hispanic. credit card. All right, fine. Her parents were Hispanic or alcoholics. Or alcoholics. both. I don't judge. Hispanics. Um, so she paid for this via her credit card um, using the mm-hmm. driver's PayPal terminal. Yeah. Um, so the Mesa showed $7.90. She added a 25% tip. What a lovely person. Uh, for a total of $9.87. Yeah, yeah. For a one mile tip, one mile trip, 25% is awesome. Um, the driver said she emailed a receipt, which never happened. The swine. So a few days later, her credit card bill arrived. Now, this is right. Where are we right now? Are we in like the 90s still the 80s who 
waits until their credit card bill arrives. Does not, does, am I the only one who has an app that even as soon as I swipe the card, I can check what's going on here? I don't bank online because what? of all the stories I've heard about so-and-so's account being hacked and their funds being drained. I do not bank online. I still use the phone. I call the 800 number. It only asked me like for four digits. Now I still hit them with the whole account number. And that's that's how I do my banking when I need to know what is in my account that day. How do you live like that? Very easy, actually. And then I do math in my head. All right. Brainy. Anyway, so this person who's apparently in the 1990s waited for her credit card bill to arrive. And she was astounded to see that she had been charged a whopping $9,875 for that short trip. 1,000 mm-hmm. times more than it actually cost. I love the fact they did the maths for us. So it seemed like an obvious mistake, the article reads, that the driver must have entered an extra digit. That's not how that works. Because if he did, then it would show up on the card reader before she tapped the card. But anyway. Eva she just came from a birthday party, had a couple drinks. No, it, this was two. This was The trip was two. The birthday too was. busy, we're get, then distracted by getting to the party on time. Like, Maybe. No one looked. No, dude, have, when was the last time you read the fine print on your iTunes? All right. No, that's, that's you, you, you that's hit a completely I agree different discussion. Well, Reading anyway, the fine anyway. tune, find that the terms and conditions of iTunes before an update is different than seeing how much I'm being charged by cab. It's not fine print. That's that's the big print. It's the main print. It's the main event, baby. People people misplace that decimal point very easily. It's it's just a little dot, it, you know. And, and anyways, anyway. So she obviously was like, "Oh, this is an issue," and she called her bank, Bank of America. Um, Shame on you, Bank of America. I know I'm a, I'm a Bank of America customer myself. You're making me feel bad. Come on, guys. Jesus. Um, eventually, the bank said it wasn't fraud since she had proffered. What, she signed know. it. Oh, her credit she, card. They're, they're taking your. They're taking your argument. It's like, like she signed the fucking thing. This is what? How old is this story? Is this still signing things? I haven't signed anything for ages. It's all about you can tap do a and digital go signature or, pin or whatever. They they will print out a physical receipt in that yellow cab, at least as of five years ago when I was in there. And then you will <laughs> that helps. You you'll you'll sign you'll sign this little slip of paper that is smaller than the width of these two fingers here, Mike Fish. Easy with those fingers, squish. Um so basically, long story short, Bank of America weren't going to be any help to her. So they were, oh, she's on the line for nearly $10,000, which is equivalent of three months' rent and utilities of a Redwood City house. So she's doing all right. She's paying like three and a half grand a month. She's definitely doing all right living out. Yeah. But, um... but here's what I love about it. So when she called the bank many times, often crying, agents told Becca that the merchant the cab driver said the transaction was legitimate. And then the bank was like, oh, yeah. that's again, Bank of America. Come on. You know, I'm trying to make it look good, but you're like your whole fraud system was, Hey, this person charged me $10,000 when it shouldn't be $10. Oh, really? Let me, let me investigate. Bloop, 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 bloop. Hello. Yeah. This person said you charged him $10,000 instead of $10. No, it's fine. Oh, okay. Thanks for letting us know. That, that's it. That's their investigation. 
I've heard B of A is really shitty about this. And uh, again, this is why I don't do online banking. So it's, I, I'm very thankful that I have not had this problem because I hear about people like, I just went to the shell station and used my credit card there in the, in the pump and that thing got hacked and they took everything. Like uh, I've heard those horror stories. So I, I absolutely believe there are two cunts in this story. One, B of A by a lot. But the, the cab driver also, and I get his POV, like, hey, she signed the fucking thing. She should have read it better. I got $10,000 in my account now. Why shouldn't I have that? I, I get it. I get it. But what, what we haven't gotten to in your story yet, Mike, is that Yellow Cab did the, did the research. They they investigated the GPS. They, they by their race, they're like, yeah, 1.1 miles. No, that should not have been $10,000. Yeah, they could have done more. They could have reached out. Or maybe they, because... By the end of it, they did whatever they could. All right, the, Yellow Cab agreed. You should not be having this problem. Her, her, I think. No, B of A is still the, the dick in this. She went through like two or three bodies that went like, yeah, you, you should be absolutely getting a refund on this. And the only ones that gave her the problem was A, the cab driver, and B, B of A. Um, B of A eventually changes their mind because the San Francisco America. Chronicle and probably KGO, ABC7, and most of the major media uh, affiliates out here that, that do that Crime Stoppers nonsense uh, or a better business on your side, they're like, we're going to write a nasty article about you. And then they, they, they finally reversed it. But this, this is like a horror story. Uh, is. Again, fraud, what is their fraud department doing? Because it says also here that uh, the one they claimed that the transaction was legitimate because they had a receipt signed by her, although it didn't match any of her signatures. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Come it's on. a very small receipt. I'm not joking, Mike. It's a very small receipt, dude. I, I wish. No, but I what I'm saying is obviously, one of my boxes he, if I had any of those, she didn't sign it, obviously, by the sound of it, because. The signature didn't match her bro. own signature. Bro, I dare you to look at this piece of paper that I'm 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 literally telling you about, and I dare you to actually match the signature that is on your New Jersey driver's license or your passport or whatever ID that you use to this day. Um, and I can. My signature is awesome. It's on point. Same every time. It? It's like a photocopy. Uh, Fascinating. It's I mean, odd. I got a pretty good signature too, but I tell you, it's... It don't look like the ID, like the signature on my ID. I, I promise you that it's it's Probably very brag about the simplicity of my signature in case anyone listens to this and forges it. But um, yeah. the good news is she got her money back eventually. She went through a lot of bullshit. But shame um, on you, Bank of America. Shame on you. I have a friend who lives in New York, Mike, just across the bridge from you, and this this story is maybe twenty years old now, but he. It was late one night, went to a bodega, had a couple pops under his breath, bought a simple burrito. It should have been a dollar fifty in post post 9-11 prices, like you know, 2002, 2003. I forget when this is happening, but a dollar fifty. They charged him $150 by accident. You know, it's just this one extra digit on that on that console out there and with that technology at the time. He signed it because he was drunk and 
they caught him on a technicality and the banks couldn't reverse it and that fucked him up with his rent and everything else for like months um he had to borrow money and then he had to borrow money to say it was a whole thing but yeah this this happens all the time at least good i asked him it was not oh that's the one of those frozen pieces of shits that he had the microwave there in the bodega. No, it was not the best burrito. There you go, kids. Double check and get good burritos. That's the moral of this. Everywhere story. I go that I use my credit card or my ATM card, always keep the receipt, guys. And it, there, there's there's times where someone's just lazy enough and doesn't want to give you the receipt. Insist on getting that fucking receipt. It's it's not okay. And, and it's just because of those two stories. One was much longer than the other. That that might be my fault. But get get the receipt, and look at the receipt. And also, just make your signature look completely different. And then when you have, if you want to argue it, you can be like, "That's not my signature. Who is this person?" That's not my signature. Let's get your money back. Boom! Look at that. We're all growing as humans. Let's move on to our mm-hmm. movie-inspired section. Ooh, what's oh. that? What's that? Is the Batman four hours long? Yeah. Oh, don't get started on that. Don't get me. Goddamn start on the fucking Batman being three hours long, not even including credits. Who do they think they are, DC, huh? You haven't got a good track record. Who are you to tell me I'm going to sit in the fucking movie theater for three hours and watch your shit? No. I'll wait till it's on HBO. Fucking motherfuckers. Ooh, I hope you take that stand, Mike. I like I fucking that. will. It's sexy. Like, don't wrong, like, I'm interested. I'm, out of all the DC movies, the Batman movies tend to be the best movies that they produce. Obviously, I know it's different directors, different producers, blah, 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 blah. But it's, it, it seems to be a track I hear what you're saying. Not, obviously, there are some Batman movies that aren't that also, but typically, if you were to list all the DC movies, Batman movies would be at the top. Anyway. But, they haven't had a great track record lately. And to just have the balls to say, you have to sit there for three hours and hope it's good? No. My, the world has changed, my friend. I don't have to do that anymore. If I think the it's going to be trash. It's changing. If it was like two hours long, I'd give it a shot. But I'm not. Because I don't want to do that and then risk the whole. Because I will walk out if it's terrible. I will do that, but I'm not going to waste my money. So now I don't have to. So now I can go, nope, let's just wait a couple of months. Because Warner Brothers are stupid, they're just going to put it on HBO pretty soon. Any quick, anyway. So I'll just wait. Screw what is the last Chris movie Patterson. you walked out on? See the Twilight. Last movie you walked out of a theater. I can't remember the exact one, but it was one of the James Bond movies. I can't, oh. I can't remember which James the, Bond movie. The Daniel was. Craig films. Was it a Daniel Craig one? I'm trying. I don't. Know. I can't. I honestly, I honestly can't remember. But I remember it being a James Bond movie, and. About an hour and a half in, I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Oh, no. Actually, no. Actually, here's it was a Pierce fun Brosnan? story. Here's a fun story. I can't remember what movie it was, but this might be the last movie I walked out on. Break it down. And it wasn't because it was a movie, hence why I can't remember what the movie was. But I, it was a, a, a date that I was on. Right? Ooh. And this, there was already like some weird signs. This woman was a little bit not on the level. Mm-hmm. Like she was a little bit sketchy and a little bit like in- unstable, shall we say? Oh no! And so I'm, but I'm just thinking, you know what? Screw it! I, I pay for the tickets. 
what's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to be sitting in a movie theater, not talking, watching a movie. Let me just watch, enjoy the movie, whatever. What's the worst that could happen? About 12, maybe 10 minutes into the movie, as I'm like sitting there watching the movie like this, I can just see out the corner of my eye, her just staring at me, not even paying any attention to the movie. Doing this bullshit, just staring a hole in the side of my head. (laughs) And I was like, "Um, everything okay? Yeah, 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 okay. And then went on, same thing, staring, just staring, looking at my face. Mm-hmm. She might have liked you though. Oh, obviously. And and then after okay. like, I think okay. after a okay. while, I was like, no, I can't do this. And I just walked out. And then she followed. It doesn't me. sound like it was the movie's fault. It no, that's like what I'm saying. I'm comfortable with the attention. That's why I did say it. it wasn't the movie's fault, but that was the last time I moved to have a movie here because I was with this crazy bitch. And that was a James Bond film? That's no, funny. that was another time. That was a different I just movie. said I can't remember the name of the movie. Yet. That's interesting. I feel I mean, like you're not listening to me. Um, I'm listening to you, man. But just I, I, I remember my worst date at the movie. You know, it's. Did you burn yourself? I was in Miami, Florida. I'm sorry. Oh, the popcorn in the hole. No, oh, I've now never just... done that. But I don't want to get salt in my dick, man. What the fuck? Now I just spilt beer like my keyboard. Oh no! You're gonna need True a lot story. of rice for that one. No. Anyway, My, the worst movie date I was already in a relationship with, and it was we had already saying once upon a time I, on the waffle box. I told you, uh, warned you about going on a carnival cruise or just any cruise for that matter. Like if there's a danger that you and your girl are gonna have an argument, don't go on a cruise. It doesn't matter. Like if you leave the room, go it's like on a, a floating prison. Whatever, like. You're still there with her. It, it doesn't matter. So we, we finally got back to Miami and I ended up seeing um, Garden State. Okay. Uh, it was not a good time. Although the, the funniest thing was as we were ascending the escalator on the opposite side, descending the escalator, my, my, my lady fair would go like, it's Rosie O'Donnell. Now me being a total asshole, I thought she was just making a fat joke at some random woman, but that's no, it was absolutely Rosie O'Donnell out of makeup with her two adopted children. Does that technically make you the asshole? I just said I'm the asshole. Oh dear. But this was a, yeah, it was a bad movie. It was a bad experience. It was terribly hot. And I did not know like how my, how hot Miami got. Like I've been to LA, I've been in the Mojave Desert, all that nonsense. But Miami and jeans, not a good time, bro. So basically, Rose John Donald's not going to come on this show anytime soon. She definitely ain't coming on this show, bro. No, even before the story. So my own will just tell that. Now there's going to be people upset about that. They were probably looking forward to Rosie O'Donnell's appearance in the Wobble Box. I don't think Rosie O'Donnell's audience is watching this show, but uh, if they are, feel coming. Anyway, where was we going with this? Okay, yes, some movie-inspired stories. So everyone loves or at least knows of the story 
uh, Weekend at Bernie's da, 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 mm. with the famous, you know, the two kids left to drag around the dead body, and make pretend that it's alive. Um, so even though that came out, what was that? Was it late 80s, early 90s? Was that? It, weekend the original week, weekend at Bernie's came out in the mid eighties, and it's oh, one of those 80s. movies that w- that cost so little to make and made <laughs> so much because of the physical humor and like the guy, the stunt guy who played Bernie got injured multiple times because <laughs> yeah, like his his head is re- literally being dragged down a set of stairs. Just it, it got a sequel. It was as ridiculous as it was. It got a sequel. Wouldn't he, wouldn't he be starting to smell by the sequel? That didn't seem to matter, but despite the fact that it had been like four years since the in between the films, it was you know a matter of days in the story. Anyway, so this but yeah, yeah, cadavers don't shit in Weekend at Bernie's. So this story is definitely one of those, and I think I I can't remember the exact wordage, quote unquote, how I put it to Kush when I sent him the story. But this is pretty much one of those stories where you shouldn't really laugh, but the way that the article is written, you just can't help but not. Like, it's hilarious. So so here's the headline. Normally, I like to avoid the headline because it kind of ruins the story, but I feel this adds to the story in this point. Um, A man who took his dead uncle into an Irish post office to claim his pension insists he didn't realize he had passed away. I'm hooked. Um, so basically, a guy named Declan Huney uh, said that he and another man took this man, Peter Doyle, 66, on a five-minute walk from his home in Politan Road in Carlow, Ireland, uh, to collect his pension mm-hmm. last Friday morning. The 40-year-old said he had lived with his uncle throughout his life and believes he may have died on the way to the post office. Uh, not impossible. He, not impossible. Uh, he said he and another man linked arms with him and dragged him to the post office. Okay, drag. Um, <laughs> and I quote: "He was walking like normal, and then I reckon he died." He said, adding that Mister Doyle started dragging his heels at one point. Yeah. We were. We were, all this sounds so bad. We this was a BBC story, or at least that's where your source is. No, I think this was the Sky News. I think Sky News. Okay. Yeah. So still important. Still important. Still important. Um, we were grand. Then we were grand. Like then, all of a sudden, I, okay. News reporters. Sometimes you don't have to use the actual quote when the person talking is an idiot. Like, you don't need to write word for word. We were grand like then all of us. All of a sudden, he started going all slumpy. It <sighs> makes sense in, in, in Gaelic. It makes sense to the Gaelic audience reading this. I know. Um, we. Th- this is the, almost the, one of the best quotes. This is the second best quote in this article. Um, <laughs> we thought nothing of it because Peter had had heart attacks and all. You know him. He's always having heart attacks, a crazy bastard. Ow, oh, what is he like? Probably never one of those heart attack things. Never mind. Let's go to the post office, Uncle. Fucking hell. Um, so, so if I don't know 
what your experience with Saturday Night Live is, but in the 80s, George Went would make various guest appearances as one of the Chicago super fans. And they'd always be like, Dub Bears. And they, they love Michael Jordan. And obviously, they love the Chicago Bears. And, and multiple times, at least once every episode, George Went's character would have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> and like, that's an even dozen there, Bob. Like, just the whole thing about the Midwest and Chicago residents just having just totally unhealthy uh not impossible this guy is prone to multiple heart attacks as well however having said all that mike fish i feel like this is a dude who owed some gambling debts was being dragged to the bank and then just thankfully possibly had a heart attack and died on the way there yeah so what is so that that the second best quote where he had heart attacks and all, is followed by the best quote in the story, where he said, they let him go at the post office counter, and it was only after he dropped to the floor that they realized he had died. That was the kicker. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, then he was like, so obviously the people were questioning, like, well, is this man obviously just dragging this uncle's dead body to the post office to try to claim his pension in hopes to, you know, steal his pension? And sure. Could happen. Has probably happened. And Declan is like, no, how dare you even think that? Uh, because he said he believes he has been falsely accused of trying to claim his uncle's pension because he'd previously stole from his aunt and served two years in prison. So he'd already stole from this man's wife and served prison time for it. But then why would you think I'd steal from this man? That's preposterous. How could you even think that? Um, OM Jesus. And wow. then he adds on some, some of the quotes again, written down word for word. Uh, why would I want to rob my uncle? I'm 40 years of age, yeah? I'm not a child. I'm not a young fella. I'm not an idiot to walk into hoses with a dead man and collect his money. Am I cuckoo? Am I cuckoo? I'm not. Now, you might be a little cuckoo. If you're not cuckoo, quote unquote, that's probably not so the maybe best Maybe my gambling that theory holds weight. I, he's definitely... Uh, I'm saying, but I'm, you know, as of right now, as of writing this, he's not been arrested. There's no foul play because uh, the coroner couldn't set the exact time of date, so I don't know whether he was dead before he got dragged to the post office or just died at the post office. So at the moment, this man is free. Fascinating, but it's it's definitely a sketchy story as hell. Uh, made me laugh okay. way more than it probably should. I feel bad. You know, rest in peace. But um, yeah, that was. 100 that's gonna be one of those a lot to laugh out in this story but it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those stories where the police are kind of like we know you're up to something but we just unfortunately there's gonna be a there's gonna be a follow-up to this on a future waffle box mike fish and i insist i hope so posted on this but like yeah man they this is one of those things where like the dude died in front of them and like we gotta get him to the bank and get that last check let's let's go Or, or or again like some situation where they were trying to strong arm this dude out of cash and he died on the way to the bank. And they were like, it's, it's definitely one of those. In for a penny and for pounds, just keep going. Just keep going. Like, you can't put him in the trash can. Oh, you got... <laughs> and if he dies at the bank, well, 
that's our alibi. He died right there. I hope he was wearing sunglasses right. and they just did the whole hello. Mm-hmm. Moving his mouth for him and everything. And then they tried. Oh, he was well. definitely only wearing sunglasses after his death. Okay. So I don't think he died at the bank. All the cool dead kids we, we are to sunglasses. We'll have to follow up on this. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully to be continued on that one. But we, yeah. We've talked about Spencer, Baby Dick, Eldridge way more than I thought we would. So this will definitely have a follow up. I hope so. I hope so. Um, next. Get on Sky News. Get out of this guy, news. What are you doing? You damn. What's his face? Fucking who's the guy that owns Fox News? Uh, uh, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch. Get your Sky News cronies onto it. Uh, anyway, next movie related story. Now, everyone adores, and we're going back. So we're going back to where we started. We're going back to the land of China. Um, Mia. everyone remembers the wonderful 1999 psychological thriller, uh, Fight Club, starring Brad Pitt and Ed Norton. I want you to hit me in the face as hard as you can. Don't sue us, Joe Blow. So, recently, I don't know why this is, um, all of a sudden coming around, but apparently, uh, the Chinese government weren't too happy with how the ending of Fight Club happens. Um, now, I, I, pretty, oh, feel, I, I feel it's safe to say that we can we can post spoilers here. right? If you haven't seen yeah. Fight Club yet, that's on you now, okay? This isn't one of those... 24 spiders. years old. We should be able to now. So, basically, the whole purpose... I'm not going to try to sum up the whole Fight Club thing, because it's a... Anyway. But basically, it's just bring down, you know, bring a level playing field, get everyone's money down to zero, take down the corporations and the banks, so no, there's no rich and there's poor. Everyone's on a level, play, level playing field. We're going to blow up these build it, buildings and yada, 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 yada. I know it's a very, very terrible for, for summarization the, of the final, but that's basically the gist of it, right? The theme of Fight Club is anarchy, but the ending is very communist is where we're all equal. The dead has been wiped clean. Like the we're, we're blowing up these four to six to eight buildings and they're all credit card companies. And then the debt will be wiped clean. It's probably not how it worked even in 1998. However, um, yeah, they changed this ending. Yeah. Apparently like, Chinese no, authorities weren't too okay. keen on that message. Not everyone's equal. And they didn't want people getting ideas. So in an amazing editing job, I guess. So again, if you where does the edit eyes, start? Do we know? Okay, yes. So if everyone who's familiar with Fight Club, get the ending in your mind, right? Okay, close your eyes. Let's think. Okay. Where at the ending? There's, well, there's, so the here, ending is long. Here's the ending. Okay, this is this is. I'm going to describe the ending of Fight Club, and then I'm going to cut in with the Chinese edit. Okay, so. Narrator Ed Norton has just shot himself in the face to kill Brad Pitt, right? And um, Helen Bonner Carter, I'm terrible at remembering the scene, by the way. You're like, fuck, it is like, a very violent the, the, scene. And I'm light, still light, light, 
light glows out of his cheek when that bullet wound exits. I'm still not quite understanding how that kills Brad Pitt, but anyway. Traumatic enough. That's another story for another episode. So yeah, so Helen Bonham Carter, who I can't, I'm terrible at characters' names, but she walks in. That's okay. And they and Ed Norton goes, "You've met me at a very strange time in my life." And then they turn to the window. The pixies, where is my mind? Plays, and that's when the buildings start blowing up. Right now, in the Chinese version, he says, "You've met me at a very strange time in my life," and they turn to the window. Black screen. Okay. So before the explosions ever hit, so black just look screen. at the horizon. So there's a black screen in, and then this text box pops up, and it says, "Through the clues provided by Tyler, the police rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals, successfully preventing the bomb bomb from exploding." After the trial, Tyler was sent to a lunatic asylum, receiving psychological treatment. He was discharged from the hospital in 2012. The end. Wow. Wow. That is not just an edit job. That is like they have just changed everything. That is like, Mm -hmm. do you remember the, did you ever watch The Simpsons? Was you a big Simpsons? I know. Simpsons guy. Do you remember when Simpsons all the way up to season 21? Okay. So do you remember that episode where Homer voices Poochie? Yes. From Itchy's, and then at the end, it was like, Poochie returned to his home planet and died on the way. Like, this is oh, at that kind of level of editing. Like, that's incredible. We Thoughts. have to wonder in this case how much 20th Century Fox, now owned by Disney, was involved in this edit because China doesn't allow, doesn't just just doesn't allow any American movie in there. So one, how long has Fight Club been a, been in China at this point? And two, did Disney authorize this edit? Well, this is like the the probably the biggest one they've done because they've edited movies I've seen in the past. But I think this is like the first one. They've edited all sorts of movies we don't know about. Yeah, but this is like the first one to at least I say brought to my attention as if everyone's fucking telling me everything's going on. But the biggest one where it just changes the whole point of the movie, because in the list, so they've obviously, with Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen story, they edited out a lot of the, uh, the homosexual stuff. Oh, I don't like that. Um, Which wasn't very present. Like, no, it was still flamboyant, even with, like, but yeah. anyway, anyway, go on. Can't go be on. gay in China. Um, no gays in China. Um, and then they removed nudity from uh, nudity and some violence from Logan, the X Men movie. Oh, interesting. But this might be my favorite, 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 favorite experience, like example, except for the Fight Club one. So in Iron Man mm-hmm. 3, there is a point where Tony Stark, Iron Man, is like, oh, oh he's in a bad shape. Is he going to survive before the end of the movie? Oh, my God, he might die. Oh, no. And then he is, like, aided by a, a doctor. In the Chinese version, they have just literally splicey splicey a Chinese doctor who saves. Okay. So, so the Chinese man is the hero of the movie, which, I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's, it's a, I just find it funny anyway. That like, That's an interesting idea. There's too many white like people to in that. this movie. Let's put a Chinese 
hero in there. Well, so one of the one of the biggest Chinese controversies I know, well, I guess two. One is they don't just allow again every American movie to come over there. They like it's it's very regulated. Like I don't know if it's five or eight or ten, but like only so many American movies can cross over into China. Having said that, when Ghostbusters 2016 made its attempt and hoping to bank on China because it's it's the biggest movie demographic out there. It just is. They, um, okay. they upset with you know the fact there was too many bitches in there. They didn't care about the bitches. They cared about the ghosts. They're like, no, <laughs> our, our communist government will not allow your movie about spectral specters and witchcraft into this country. So is that, is that? It, 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 they didn't even get to the part where like one of the Ghostbusters might be gay, and and it's still still ambiguous in the American cut. But they they didn't get that far. They're just like, no, we're not gonna allow ghosts. So what did they do? CGI them into like rats or something? They did not allow Ghostbusters 2016 Aww. into the country of China, and therefore it bombed hard. Like they, they were really hoping for China, depending on what trade magazine you read. Bless them. Well, there we go. That's why. Uh, that's why. Do you remember? Do you remember when John Cena had to backtrack and talk shit about? Was it Hong Kong or something? Because he didn't want to upset China. He's he mentioned he was promoting Fast Nine, and he said something about Malaysia being its own country or Tibet being its own country. Tibet, I think, it Tibet. Went, I think it was Tibet. Fuck that nonsense! And then John Cena was like, "Thankfully, Ooh. John Cena spent the last ten years learning Mandarin, Mandarin. to promote yeah. WWE Network over there. So he just went." He just spoke a bunch of Chinese. I was about to do a terrible, terrible. Like, sorry. I'm so sorry. Please let me put my movie in your country. I need all the money. Please. I'm sorry. Universal made him do that shit and he complied. What and a little. Bitch. I don't know how I feel about that, but get your paper, John Cena, because you're doing it. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's your face, but you're a bitch. Yeah. Uh, hey, anyway. fish, everybody. Oh, I'm just standing up for the little guy, me. Stand up for the little guy. That's what I do. Ah, uh, let's talk about then. Let's wrap this show up with our feel good slash lighthearted story of the week. Tell me something good. So, yeah, this week's feel good story is a Story, but it's also another cautionary tale where, unless you want to be fucked with, make sure you're being very literal in your text messages. So this we're gonna go from China to Ireland to China, and then we're down under in Australia, where this uh man texts his neighbor and asked him to take out his trash. So a good neighbor, FYI. Very good neighbor. So his neighbor was like. Right. And so he literally took out the garbage for a day trip around Australia. So he took his garbage can. Sure. They, they went to a <laughs> went to the beach for a stroll. Um, his number, where they put the house number on the, the garbage to make sure that they know which one's which. He took it to a tattoo parlor and got <laughs> some new artwork on there. They went to a drive-through restaurant. 
Um, where else? I think he went to go get him cleaned as well. And all the while, he was just taking all these photos and sending them to the owner of this garbage bin, going, hey, we're having such a great day. I'm so glad you asked me to take him out. It's not very deep story, but I I giggled my ass off at this. This is hilarious. You should definitely look up this story, look at the photos. This guy like went all out to take this bin out, this trash can out. For what a day. What a day. The smell is the biggest thing on my mind. Okay. Well, like no assume, one ever thinks about the smell. I'm gonna assume the first stop on the trip was to the, the washing, because there's a picture where someone was washing the bin. Oh um, shit, right on. Okay, 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 okay. So yeah, I think he took it to like a to get what cleaned first and then before because yeah, because you know never know if it's like tastes like that sour makes... shit and shit, and it's like dragging it yes. around all day. Yes, because like you I you sent me the article, I skimmed it, but I saw like people like hugging the bin. There's like, what, what so the kissing fuck it is wrong with Australians. There's a picture God, of someone man. kissing the bin as well. Okay, that's okay, that's what I'm probably mistaking it for then. Like I was hoping it wasn't kissing the trash bin, but if they thoroughly washed it with like power washers and, and all that shit, like okay, okay. Still weird, but okay. But yeah, so apparently they went all the way around. Like they spent he went he said five hours on a day out in his hometown with this trash bin, sending photo sending a photo album of the day's events. Uh, which reportedly blew Nick, the owner, blew him away. Um, what's also yeah, how do you respond to that as the trash bin owner? Like this is just this is weird behavior. It's funny, I'm laughing, but like, what's happening here, man? What is what is the point? What's really weird here is that so after going around, so noticing the presence of the bin, some garbage men and women stopped to take a picture with it. <laughs> And later, the green bin, now sporting her tattoo, stopped to make a phone call to talk trash. But so the bins are her, by the way. The bin apparently calls it's, it's like, they're all hers. It's yeah. female bin. It's a car. It's a house. It's it's a building. It's it's a it's a ship. They're all hers. Oh yeah. Um. So the guy who owner told the guardian that putting a smile on. Oh, sorry. The guy who took the the trash out literally told the guy in a point of smile on people's faces especially his neighbors was totally worth it especially since Mackay is in a is a town that relies on tourism and so was hit hard during lockdowns he said of his neighbor we catch up for a beer when we can and have a chat mm-hmm. and a few laughs he's a beautiful person you do anything for him he said take out my bin if he had said put out my bin it would have been just a normal day. Ha 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 ha. But what about his neighbor? Like, we catch up for a beer when we can. He's your neighbor. If you want to, just fucking do it. Yeah. Like, if uh, you've if... gone out your way so much to take his garbage bin out for a five hour trip around town, I'm sure you can n- nip next door and go, knock, knock, knock. Want a beer? Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. That's my like. I, I got. A, I know the next three houses over, kind of. Only one of them I might ask out for a beer, but I would rather we hang out on their porch. And then even then, well, they're a, so busy. I don't beer. know that they would be able to be able to do that. Having love- said that, that's 
that feels like a very feels like a very English or European thing, but I also don't know how prevalent that is in Australia. What you should do is you should go to your neighbor's house. Okay. And she's like, she's like, like, obviously the trash day has to be the next day. And you should be like, hey, would you, uh, would you, would you like me to take your trash out tomorrow? And see what they say. We, we, we have a, a community dumpster in the garage. That oh, is it, is that a big one? It, it gets, it gets really, it gets emptied daily. Thankfully they're, they're really good about it too. However, um, we're, we we don't have that situation, and, and before that, Sunset Scavenger would come by and pick up everybody's trash cans door by door. It'd be very loud. It was very disturbing, but uh, that that that's been at least twenty years. So we we don't even have that kind of contact. It's not as if anything. I'm like, hey, these trash bags you're leaving in front of your house because we don't have trash cans here anymore. They're they're attracting raccoons. And then that's, then you become the dude who's just like telling you how to live your life and you, you're, you're the asshole so all of a sudden, despite the fact that this is how we dance. Yeah. So we, 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 at least in this, this one patch of the, of, of the geo, we don't have that, that luxury of saying like, Hey, I'd love to take your trash can out for a night. Well, let's, let's go, bro. <laughs> so, in Australia, you got a young man saying, "Yeah, I'll take your trash can out," and he literally takes him out on a date, I guess. Where then we come all the way back. Bored, but I have to. We come all the way back to San Francisco, and we have Cushay's just yelling at his neighbors. Do you have raccoons? Fucking bastards! Dude, you let me know how you feel when a raccoon just jumps on your skull. From a treetop. There you go. You you, you deal with that. You get, you I will. catch those rabies, Mike Fish. I will. In that very you specific will. situation. I, I You will. And then, then, the, then, and then the next Waffle Box will be... I'm sorry to report that Mike Fish is no longer a part of the Waffle Box show. No, I'll just be here with a raccoon on family will do everything we can to replace him and not his memory, <laughs> but honor it. I don't know. Yeah, well, well whenever a raccoon launches himself from a tree and attaches itself to my head, the first thing I will do is take a selfie and I'll send it to you. They got opposable thumbs, Mike. They're going to fuck you up. Although I might have to use like WhatsApp or Twitter because for some reason you're on Android still. I am still on Android. You can text me those photos still if you want. But, but it takes That's longer to send. Mm-hmm. I'm not bad at that is it worth is it? Oh, I mean, to be fair, it would be if, if there's ever got a raccoon on my head. I mean, I'm you know, time is money, time is money. Bro, we got in this neighborhood, we got raccoons, we got possums, we got skunks, we've had coyotes almost a decade now. Coyotes, oh, coyotes. coyotes and deer Ooh. back here. We don't have deer, but I'm Ooh. sure they're they're close. I'm sure they're close. There's some big bastards as well, but. One day I went mm-hmm. out there. I saw because I generally I don't know whether it's Even the, the, the women and the kids the only see, but no, for the first time I saw like big big daddy Kane back there. Who is like Word. he looked like a cow with these giant fuck you up. fucking antlers. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus. And he looked at me, he gave me a look. And I was like, I, I, I no, I'm having a cigarette. I mean, I mean, you know, it will, my friend. Right, right. But my, he did. My I said, I sat down. To live in Red- oh. I said, sorry, I sat down and he gave me that look of like, you know, I'm watching you. And then went back to his thing. Right. My aunt and uncle used to live in Redondo Beach. Uh, as the majority of time I've been alive or at least conscious, they they most recently moved. The uh, Redondo Beach is five hours south of me. They most recently moved to Sonoma County, which is two two and a half three hours north of me, northeast of me. Okay, and the last time I got to see them was Christmas 2019. And sure enough, when we got there at 11 in the morning, maybe 1 p.m., there was a rack, a, a goddamn deer just strolling through their backyard. Uh, just like it was it was the thing to do. And I was like, this is amazing. And obviously, I took a bunch of pictures. But uh, yeah, dangerous. Yeah, and it's really cool. Yeah, I've had where well, I've been lounging out there and they'll just like just walk around me because I guess they know it was like, Look at this puny human. Oh, fuck him up if he tries anything. So they don't care. He's just walking around me. Mm-mm-mm. Which is pretty cool, but they do up. they do have a lot of uh like fleas and ticks and shit. So I don't want to get it would be nice to have a pet deer and bit, but I don't want to touch them. You I... would have to fuck the deer to contract those fleas and ticks. Otherwise, well, you, you you're gonna be okay, buddy. I know you're from the, do that. I, I, I know you're close to Scotland. But but I know that's not a thing you're gonna deal with. Yeah, I'm just to, before we end the show. Just want to disclaim: I'm I'm not gonna fuck a deer. Thank, thank Seems all like the very, gods. Very strange. We have taken a journey tonight, Kush. We have gone from a weird blind mm-hmm. date to fucking deers, fucking livestock. Yeah, man. All cautionary sales. Don't go on blind dates that your parents set up. Don't fuck deers. Don't give well, out your credit card information. Don't to, give your credit. Random taxi cabs. And in, in all, in all three of those. Or at least check the receipt. And in all three of those situations, wear a condom. Just saying. That's your final thought, Jerry Springer. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and wrap it up. Ah, right. That's a good place to remember. Let's talk about the next seven days, what we've got to look forward to next week. I think next week, what next week is next week's February, officially the start of February. So we've got um, a lot of things to announce for people to look forward to because we're going to have some extra bonus content in the month of February on the Waffle Box feed uh, for you to look forward to. But uh, more information on that next week. But for the next seven days, what are the good people got to look forward to on the Bosnet family, Mr. Cushay's? On this next edition of The Microdose, we're bringing back a fan favorite, Drew Angelman. We're going to talk a little bit about his best of 2021. We're also going to talk about what we should expect in 2022. And despite the fact that we're already in January, that's still subject to approval. Like it's, 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 things are still being delayed. Things are still unnecessary. Things that are still on the itinerary, we don't know about. But you check out the Waffle Box this Friday. We're going to no. tell you about it. No, this is the Waffle Box. Check out the Microdose. This is the Friday. Waffle Box? This is the, oh, mi- this is the Waffle Box. That's the Microdose. 
That makes total sense. Much better sense. Go check out the Waffle Boxes Friday, kids. Oh, the the it's going to be a good time. He's always fun. He is, he's what a guy that guy is. He's a great guy. He is a great guy. You should have him on the show. If not Maybe this show, a show. Just try and stop me. You're an, an, an empresario of, of, of digital content, Mike Fish. The, the, the Mike Fish show. I just discovered that on Twitter. We'll we'll get to that next week. Oh, shit, son. My bad. There we go. A little cliffhanger. No, no, cliffhanger. Now now the people are like, "Mm, wait, what is this? Now I need to tune in next week to find out what they're talking about. Mm. That was my intention the entire time. Secret agent man. Secret (laughs) Agent man, it took away. If today is Wednesday, I am seeing Moonfall tonight, which is a week earlier than than everybody else. So I hope to have a review on the next Waffle Box for <laughs> Moonfall, which should be a good time. Which should be like, don't look up, but more entertaining, not not as serious, more, much more popcorn. Beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah, for all of those links, make sure to catch up on all the shows that are coming up in the next seven days and all the shows that have happened in the past. Go to, uh, go to bosnet.family uh, to check out all of those. Um, if you do want to check out more links about this show, make sure you go to enjoywafflebox.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Fish. Follow that guy, that, that joker over here. I'm uh, at miss at kush underscore haze but until next week make sure to look after yourselves wherever and each other <laughs>